Happy Friday, and thanks for making it through another week with us here on the Rocketeer Minute, where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie that Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnson-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Wait, Hal, are, are you hearing something? I, I am. You're listening to a special Billy Campbell episode on the Rocketeer Minute. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Campbell. And I'm Billy Campbell in the acting department uh, on Rocketeer. The man with a fanfare. So, uh, <laughs> Billy, thanks so much for being back with us here. And uh, again, this is definitely a nail biter of a minute because we're starting with you biting your nails. Starting with me biting my nails. Yeah. Uh, was that in the script or was that? No, it wasn't in the script. And damn it, I, it's one of the things that I wish I'd done better. <laughs> I would. If you look at it, I'm not actually realistically chewing my nails. It looks like you're spitting away chunks of it, though. Yeah, I you do feel, turn uh, and spit just a little I bit. I do turn and spit, but there was mm-hmm. I wasn't spitting anything. I was just faking chewing my nails, and it always bugs me because uh, well, I because I'm not chewing them in the way that you actually chew your nails. <laughs> well, this and is the way so. Cliff does it. So you know you're <laughs> you're, you're you're working through it, uh, but it's a. Uh, yeah, it is is a great little uh, little bit. You know, I've I've got to talk about something that my my wife brought up. This is off topic. Well, not mm. quite off topic because we're still talking about the Rocketeer Minute. Every every day that we've had this show, I keep saying this is the greatest adventure movie that Walt Disney's ever made. <laughs> and she claims that there are more adventurous movies. And her her point of contention. I may have her on the show sometime. We we might invite her on, but. Uh, but uh, she says that John Carter is a more adventurous show, and um... well, depends what she means by adventurous. But I would, I would, uh, I would say that Rocketeer is maybe the sweetest adventure film Disney's ever made. Maybe there's more adventure in John Carter. Um, does she mean John Carter of Mars? Yeah, John Carter of Mars, which they had uh, that they they re- I think that was one of the big. Someday we'll do the John Carter minute, but I think that <laughs> Disney is phenomenal for making mistakes about selling adventure movies. And I keep yeah. thinking if they had said if they had called it a Princess of Mars, which was the original title, right? I think uh, people would have joined up on it. But then they, I guess they would have thought they would have had something like Frozen or Tangled mm. or one of the other mm. Disney films. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is an adventurous movie. But I mean, they, they've made other adventure movies like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which I love. I love that movie. Oh, Somewhere. I can't wait to see the one that's coming. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Or, you know, just please. I just... Oh, no, sorry. It's not that. That's not what it is. It's Journey to the Center of Journey of the, the Center Earth. of the Earth. Yeah, yeah. It's another, oh, another right. Vern piece. But I'm just hoping, you know, it, don't ruin it. That's, that's, that's all I'm, I'm hoping that they don't ruin, you know, the, the, the Pat Boone one. And yeah. That was. But I mean, at the very least, with uh, James Cameron involved, you know that it'll be chunky goodness. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 It's yeah. not it, gonna be. Uh, it's not gonna be. Uh, it's. It's not gonna be completely off in. Yeah. Tone yeah, and at least three stars. That's that's where it goes. He, I mean, he, Del Toro and Cameron. Yeah. You know. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, and and such a great. St- I mean, it's a story everybody knows. You want to find out about you know Arnie Sacknusson. Wait, and all is that. it Del Toro? No, uh, um, what's his uh, name? The filmmaker, uh, Rodriguez. No, um, the guy who made uh, Pan's Labyrinth or whatever it was oh, called. Oh yeah, yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo, yeah, that's Guillermo right. He is Toro. a Del Toro. Okay, as soon as yeah, you said Del Toro, yeah. I'm thinking Benicio. But that's uh, what I was thinking. Yeah, then I was like, just Guillermo. Yeah, yeah, Guillermo. 
Yeah. Thank you. I was going to no. say, I, I can think of it. I can picture it. I can't say that I can pronounce it. Mm. <laughs> it's going we'll to be better. better. That's actually, be better. Um, that is uh, Spanish for William. Right. That's right. Yeah. Guillermo. Uh, it's it's got to be better than the Brendan Fraser one. I mean, I know he tried very hard. But it was just, that was a movie that's best forgotten. No. Um, so I... Well, we'll see. We'll see. And that, yeah, I think that's due out next year, isn't it? So we'll, we'll see. Well, by some people are listening to this and it's already been out so they can compare and contrast of, of what our views were to how, how it actually turned out. But hopefully it'll be good. But yeah, I, I would say that this is the best, like you said, the sweetest adventure movie. I think it's the most compelling. You're really drawn into it. And it's not it's not a movie that you have to explain to people. You know, I think if if you watch John Carter, I don't know. I don't know if you have to have already read um, Burroughs' book or if you, you know, who's this person and why should we care about that person mm-hmm. and things. This one, you know the stakes. You know the good guys, the bad guys. And obviously this is the two ba- good guys plotting out what they're going to do next because uh, uh, they're in big trouble beca- with the FBI. And yeah. uh, so uh, this is the first time we've we've come back to them in uh, after, after leaving the gazebo, as, as PV points out. I did not know that they had portable radios that small back back in the day there, but uh, it is a nice. Very- you know, I was trying to figure out the uh, figure out the brand and, and make and model of this one. I haven't uh, haven't been successful so far, of, but in- of course you were, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I was trying at least. Although now uh, now I've got to sit here and in front of the original Finhead himself and say that. I'm not admitting failure. I'm just telling you I have not yet succeeded. So <laughs> maybe that's a that's a way to do it. But uh, in in digging around to try to figure out maybe what it could have been, I, there there were several very comparable models uh, that you know these sort of tabletop radios that were portable and had the handles like that. So mm-hmm. uh, so certainly in fact what we see in uh, you know what we see in the hospital that Packard Bell radios even a little bit smaller than this although not uh, not necessarily portable that'd be ac power and if but. i if i remember correctly lothar also had one parked on his uh little nightstand there next to his cup of tea that's right when he's listening to uh, madam butterfly and eating his uh, cucumber sandwiches with the crust cut off <laughs> or whatever, the, whatever that was as one is wont to do i i just love that they're huddled around a radio to begin with and that we see that more than once in this uh, in this movie that just yeah. this reminder that that's that's where your news came from. That's, That's where your entertainment yeah. and everything came from, and yeah. and the breaking news about the the Rocketeer, and then returning to our was it returning to our evening of dance band favorites. Mm. Ah, I just yeah. adore it. And they're they're hiding up in the head of a bulldog. So now, yes. uh, I, I think Billy, you had mentioned in an in an earlier uh, iter- earlier minute that this uh, head of the bulldog was a different set from the one that was on location in Valencia. I think so, and but I can't. I don't have a clear picture in my head of where it was. And I, for some reason, I do have some kind of memory of it actually being in the bulldog's head. But I, I, then again, I, I feel certain that it can't be. So I, I just, I don't know. It uh, is a beautiful, it is a beautiful set though. All yeah. those, uh, the antique, uh, <laughs> canned corn and all that stuff oh, in the yeah. background yeah, yeah. Uh, you and, can uh, you can just drive yourself crazy just trying to spot labels and things like that the one yeah. that i that uh, did jump out at me was uh, uh as we as they crossed the room to sort of respond to millie and malcolm uh you know yelling from down below uh just off to the i'm scrubbing back and forth here just off to the left of the screen in there you see uh you see this crate with this colorful label on it and that's uh, safe hit vegetables 
That's uh, <laughs> sorry, Safe Hit brand Texas vegetables. So I'm from your neck of the woods, ah, Jim. Okay. And I looked it up. Uh, you know, since it's it's from Texas, it must be close by. It's only an eight hour drive. Oh, uh, from where you are. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's they were headquartered. They were headquartered in West Laco, Texas, which looks like it's oh, okay. sort of straight south of Corpus Christi, right near the border there. Yeah, a bit but, of a hike uh, down there in the Rio Grande Valley, which is kind of uh, the breadbasket of of Texas. A great uh, growing place. Lots of. Uh, Kind of where the, yeah. the uh, grapefruit belt ends. Mm. I, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't even actually aware that there was a grapefruit belt. But uh, <laughs> but this uh, the artwork on this label. If you're out there, you know, just Google it. You can find reprints and posters and things. It was apparently a fairly popular brand. It's just it's just gorgeous. This old time mm. baseball player, you know, knocking one out of the park and and just so vivid. And then also on the the back wall, there's a, a newspaper that's opened up and tacked up, and I can't quite make out the headline. Maybe you've had better luck, Jim, but. The one thing that stands out to me is the big uh, that most of it is a Safeway advertisement. Yeah, it's mentioning and, tomatoes, I think. Right, tomatoes are five cents, and then there's uh, potatoes. It looks like ten for seventeen cents. But yes, they have um, no bananas, I guess. But yes, they have no bananas. And something Jonathan's. I'm not sure what is. I wonder if you know what that would be. They're stone tomatoes, whatever that's worth. Aren't they? But Safeway, one of the big uh, grocery stores that I sort of miss from the West Coast uh, mm-hmm. that we don't have around here in the Midwest. Jonathan Apples, I believe. They're like, oh, like, sure, uh, Jonathan Apples. Like, yeah, they're they're like uh, spy, you know, uh, spy apples, Rome apples. John, Jonathan Apples gotcha. are a popular uh, New England fruit. Well, then, we we learn a little every time, don't we? My my wife used to work uh, near. Well, she used to work on an army base, uh, Fort Devens, in Massachusetts, and uh, there was a Jonathan Apple farm uh, around the corner from her, and. Uh, it, it, apples in the apples in October there are like uh, tomatoes in most most of the rest of the country. You have so many apples that you bring home from these places at, at dirt cheap prices that you you start making apple pies and apple sauce and every every kind of apple thing you can make. And it's like giving them to your neighbors because you just brought home too many things. Like, oh, this would be great! I really like apples. Billy, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked before about uh, about other actors and and the courtesy of sort of being there for the off camera stuff, and where this uh, as we say we. we think that this uh, upstairs inside the dog uh the bulldog cafe it was just, was at least possibly a separate set when you and alan arkin have lines with uh with uh, millie and malcolm downstairs it looks to me like they're probably in the uh the, the normal bulldog diner set unless they somehow recreate it but we're shooting mm. straight down at them no i think they are in the normal uh, bulldog diner okay. set i i really think that we shot upstairs I think that the top of the bulldog, the back of the head, if you can picture oh, it, the okay, back of yeah. the head or the top of the bulldog peeled away and that they had a platform up uh, like a scaffolding up over the back of the bulldog. Okay. So it's like that, one wild wall? Yeah, that- one wild wall. And then we shot in the top of the bulldog. I, I Something in my memory says that that was that was the case um i could be wrong but uh, uh so so you would each be doing your sides from 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 where you were located at the top yeah. of the stairs or at the bottom yeah yeah the, both of these are subjective shots they're great you know for we're we're malcolm and we're malcolm and millie and then we're cliff and and pv looking down so it's, mm. it it really sticks you in the scene mm. uh and then it, it it really kind of adds to the drama of uh of finding out that that you know the P, that uh Bigelow's dead, so it's. Um, I, I think that it it helps put you in you know the the gravity of what's just happened. Mm. 
Yeah. And uh, this is kind of, I think this is kind of the end of the act. This is where we're watching this is you're, you, you'll, you've changed your mind. You're going to make the call and you're going to get rid of the X3. You know, it yeah. was crazy hanging on to it. I'm also, I'm sort of scrubbing around here. And just as my, just as Millie and Malcolm are moving away from the ladder, I'm looking at William Sanderson uh, sitting at the counter. And I'm also looking at someone and I'm not sure that that's Goose. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, for some reason, think that that's, why am I thinking that that's Joe? Uh, Joe would be the next guy down. There was another. Oh, was, okay. I will find, I will find a minute and send it to you offline, but I, we'll, we'll, we'll get a definitive one on that. <laughs> the, the next time you're on, we're gonna we're gonna get that's the, get to the a, a Joe or no Joe. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll make the Joe or no Joe call. We need to answer yeah, at that, that time. Question. Yeah, before we reset the countdown clock. But what what a you know I mean we've been in the, we've been in the set many times, but it, what a beautiful set. What a mm. just a fantastic. It really is. All that woodwork and the yeah you know, the beadboard and and just yeah. and the, the the lettering on the windows. Yeah, that soap lettering. That's. Uh, it's just gorgeous, and I just I never get tired of looking at all the pictures and trying to figure mm. out. I mean, this is like every, you know, every little airport cafe I've ever ever been in, except except it's shaped like a dog. But <laughs> otherwise, <Yeah. laughs> I, I sort of set myself up for that one. But seriously, just the all the framed pictures up on the wall and the, the model airplanes hanging from the ceiling. Mm. How you just so yeah. evocative. I, I, how as a, as a uh, as a general aviation guy. You do the thing called the hundred dollar hamburger. Oh sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, just for folks who for folks who don't fly, could you explain what a hundred dollar hamburger? <laughs> so the uh, well the, the the joke of it is is that uh, you know a lot of times it's a beautiful day you want to go flying and you feel like you want to go somewhere and you know the, not for any uh, any particular major purpose but you know going and having a having lunch or having a dinner is always a good excuse to hop in an airplane and go someplace especially if it's if it's a place that, that maybe you can't otherwise get to as easily or as quickly. When I used to live out in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. we would fly uh, uh, fly out over out to the San Juan Islands, and we could go to Friday Harbor and Orcas Island and some places like that, and we could be there in 20 minutes. What would otherwise take us maybe three-plus hours of driving and two ferry rides and whatever delays that might entail, and, and we'd be there 20 minutes have lunch, come back. So the joke is that uh, you own you you buy the hamburger, but you spend a hundred bucks on gas getting there and coming back. But it's uh, it's always worth it. I, I can't I can't even try to try to claim that uh, that it's not. Are are there uh, hamburger jo- or you know, restaurants that cater specifically to the uh, aviation uh, crowd? Oh sure, absolutely. I mean, there's there's uh, restaurants. I mean, number one, there's restaurants at small airports like that, and. Uh, but there's uh, there's a few uh, restaurants right around here where I am in Wisconsin where you sort of land at the airport and uh, they even have they might even have special airplane parking and you sort of mm-hmm. taxi taxi across the grass uh, from the airport to the restaurant and then shut the airplane down and and get out and and uh, you know feel like some kind of conquering hero as you <laughs> climb out of your airplane and say one hamburger please <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but, yeah. anyway. we, were, we were just flying by and we got yes. hungry. <laughs> exactly. We thought we'd just drop in. Yeah. So no, they, yeah, they don't they don't have you roll down the window so they can hang a tray. I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. For some reason, most of the windows don't roll down. But that's, oh well. Uh, but then again, flying something open cockpit, you don't even there's no yeah, windows yeah. to even roll down. Yeah. So. Show up in a steerman, they've got you covered. So. Right. Um. I, I, 
Any clue on the, the, the planes hanging off the ceiling, which I don't think we've seen before? We don't really get a good look at them. It's really, really tough to tell the one in the background. The one in the foreground be, would be British uh, Royal Flying, Car for, uh, Flying Corps, excuse me, World War I era. You can just see the top of the roundel on the top of the left uh, upper wing. And from the front, without seeing the whole fuselage, I can't say for sure, but I'm, I put my money on either a Sopwith Pup, maybe a Camel, but probably a Pup because it doesn't look like the fuselage has the arch in it. Behind that, that one is really tough, that sort of orange and yellow one. The color scheme tells, uh, would make me guess a Curtis Robin, um, just because uh, that was a sort of a factory color scheme for it, but it could also be a model of any of a number of other sort of high wing monoplanes. And, or it may be, a, it may just be a model. There was a lot of the sort of the free flight models and things back then, in particular, that weren't meant to be an exact duplicate of any quote unquote real airplane. It was just, you know, here's a nice looking design that flies well and that sort of thing. Your but, knowledge is immense and somewhat scary. <laughs> <laughs> you frighten us. <laughs> Well then, okay, Mr. Ted Bundy. <laughs> uh -huh. Turnabout uh, is fair play. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it is it is a beautiful set, and uh, now I want to redecorate my entire house to right. be inside of a dog. I just desperately want to get one of the uh, the and we've we've talked about this before, Jim, but the Big Lowe's Air Circus, the uh, uh, pennant. You see one of the the nineteen thirty one, the dark yeah. blue one. There, we see other colors and other other years elsewhere in uh, you know elsewhere in the movie. And so many little pictures to try to zoom in on and look at. I have a, I have a, just a thing, a tiny wisp of something in my head that, that makes me think that they, what did they do with the bulldog? Did they, did it end up somewhere? There are conflicting stories. Uh, there was, the bulldog uh, reappeared at uh, the Disneyland Hollywood adventure. Mm, am right. I saying that correctly? How, and then uh, it kind of disappeared. And then a a version of it reappeared in Burbank at a place called now the name escapes me how you may was be able so to the, it. there was a there was a reproduction like maybe a seven eight scale uh, reproduction that was built it was at the Peterson Automotive Museum so I think mm. that might be the one that you're thinking of Jim but uh, yeah the original one or at least what what pretended to be the original uh, sat on that back lot and you could see it on that MGM tour that you know the, the, or sorry the Disney Hollywood Studios tour. Um, along with, uh, gosh, I can remember seeing uh, the GB mock-up uh, from the end of the film. I want to say maybe even the uh, the Hughes auto gyro, hmm. um, and it was, uh, and then you'd have a, a snow speeder from The Empire Strikes Back next to it, and then the cockpit mock-up from Blue Thunder. All kinds of stuff sitting around, and it was it was so cool to to see. But you're just driving by on the open bus, you can't stop or really no. get a good look at it, and it's all it was all outside and sort of going to seed. It was. It was oh. uh, it was very very sad. Oh. I I do know if you go over to uh, we've mentioned this uh, forum before the rpf.com the replica prop forum. Um, there's a couple of guys on there who seem to have documented everything that was on that backlot tour, and they take their pictures and and uh, say well, you know from '91 to '93 it was here, and you know these sorts of things. So yeah, the the idle hour was the name of the. The bar I was thinking of, it's on... Uh, oh, okay. Here's here's a clue. It's 4824 Vineland Avenue in Los Angeles, California. And in there, they have a um, kind of a beer garden in the back of the place. And it's uh, in the middle of the beer garden, they have this, apparently, the one that came from Disney. Although, really? not very sure what its uh, what its uh, provenance is, but the, the best belief is that it's... Uh, 
it's part of uh, the, the original Disney one, and they bought it, put it out in the uh, in the beer garden. And you can actually rent out the interior of it. You can rent out that it has a. It's not built like the uh, like the bulldog that we see here, mm-hmm. but they have tables and chairs, and apparently it's available for. Um, uh, special events and stuff. That's the, hmm. the Idle Hour, uh, 4824 Vineland Avenue, Los Angeles. I've reached out to them, and hopefully we'll have somebody on the show that can give us a little bit more uh, uh, explanation. It's at, uh-huh. at the almost at the inter- it's on Lan- it's near Lancashire, and uh, like where Ventura Freeway meets the 101. But do we think it's the do we th- we think it's the original? No, I think it's I think it's actually the uh, the one that was abandoned in Anaheim from, uh, oh, from okay. Disney. So I don't right. know what happened to the one that was in Valencia. Right. Uh, but if anybody out there knows, and we do have a lot of prop folks listening in, so if uh, if anybody out there knows, please reach out to us. Uh, we'll we'll be going over the regular social social places. But if you've been listening to the show, you know where to get a hold of them all. Um, Actually, we kind of we kind of have to wrap things up here because it is uh, we're we're coming up on people that are listening to this are probably getting tired on their treadmill. Um, <laughs> but, but but we've got a lot. We do have a lot. This is a great minute though. We've got a lot to talk about now with um, some more people showing up at not not usually not the regulars at the bulldog, but we're gonna have some uh, kind of scary people coming up next week. And uh, Billy, I think you'll be back with us hopefully soon. I would think so. Awesome. Okay, we'll keep checking back. We never know when he shows up. It's like. Uh, just uh, you know, it's like having a snow day. Exactly. Uh, we, we don't know until we hear the music. Yeah, that's true. So we keep waiting. So just check check in ch- check in with us next week. Uh, but uh, if you haven't been listening to us or you're, you're jumping around randomly, uh, this would be a good time to uh, to to binge with us. Uh, as we always say, we, you can get us on the the usual social media things: Twitter Rocketeer Minute, uh, Facebook dot com slash Rocketeer Minute, or Rocketeer Minute dot com. Uh, but go out there, subscribe, iTunes, uh, Google Play, and uh, just type in Rocketeer and, and Rocketeer Minute, and you can click and subscribe on us. So you can catch up, do a major binge listen on our show, and, and you want to be up to date on all this stuff. Like, and reviews are welcomed. Always welcome, yes, especially the ones that have like you know as many stars as you can click on. So that that always helps us because the more people listen to this, the more people, the more people read those those reviews, the more people will listen, and, and then we can tell people that you know we're very popular. So uh, if you while you're out binging, uh, don't forget to binge. Uh, if you're in the U.S. on Hulu, you can watch uh, uh, Billy's uh, great show uh, uh, Cardinal, which is uh, <laughs> you, you have to watch it with the lights on. I'll tell you that my. Uh, my <laughs> After after we watched it, my wife was like, "Do we really have to go to sleep now? Because it's kind of spooky." But a, a excellent excellent show. It's, it's like spooky how much he's aged in twenty five uh, years. <laughs> well, he doesn't seem to have the X three, and I don't well, know. I what, can't what... get it out of my head. My <laughs> eyes, my eyes. Whereas Jim and I have not. I mean, I I'm still I'm still a, what a twenty four year old at heart. It, it's at uh, best. Yeah, it, it is it, it is spooky. Let me put it that way. And it, but it's it's fun. A great cast, a great plot, a great mm-hmm. script, and it's it really is the future of television. I mean, all those you know when you watch episodic TV now, you can just watch a really long movie is what it's like. Yeah. And uh, I, I just love it. And there's more to come because uh, as we speak, even as we speak, Billy is uh, filming the second season. So you really got to catch up. You got six. You're six hours behind. So get on it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but check that out on Hulu or. BBC Four or whatever part of the world you're in, it's probably on your uh, streaming device or uh, or TV network. As it, go go check it out, go look around. Uh, but join us back here next week, and we'll find out uh, what's going to happen when uh, when Cliff calls the FBI here on the Rocketeer Minute. So see you next week. Have a great weekend. Until next time, over and out. Over and out, boys. Thanks again.